Hey everyone. Oh. Whoopsie. Turn that off. Uh, yeah, here we are again. Me and Kate just chatting. I kind of feel like this one maybe is gonna be boring for some people. But what can I say? Because I just feel like when Kate and I are chatting, it's just easy to chat. And, you know, for some people it might not be interesting, but we get carried away. And I did actually cut out some significant chunks, but it's still pretty long. I think I just believe in quantity over quality. It's kind of incriminating for both of us. I just feel a little bit like, hopefully, we're not judged too harshly. I also want to give a shout out to everyone who shared their Spotify wrapped with Julie's journal. Um, mainly just Emma and the one other person. Love to be in your top five. It's a huge honor. because we kind of left on a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. This is part two of New New Zealand. At a certain point, I stopped writing in my journal. The last entry, you had um, climbed a mountain. And yeah. you were heading to a trailer park. Um, I don't know if I wrote about that, but I can tell you about it. Yeah. What was the prank? Because the cliffhanger was oh, like right. we played a prank on. Maybe just set it up again for those who yeah. didn't tune in to the last episode. Okay. I wish I had written this down because it would have been, you know, better if I wrote it down. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so basically... I think I had said the last time that we went to this beach that was like really busy because it was a holiday, but then the next day there was like no one there. So it was literally just us at the beach and it was kind of freaky. And it was me and Deanna who we were both 18 and then these two random dudes, Anna Peter and I don't remember the <laughs> other person's name, <laughs> like Gus or something. Anyway. I'm just going to call him Gus, but Gus was really strange. And like, it's just, this is like the thing when you go, when you're like, sure, I'll travel with you to people that you don't know at all. It's like, what the fuck about, is that about? People's true colors really come out when they're traveling also. Yeah. But he was just kind of off, you know, like I could just sense that he was off and he was like very moody. He seemed kind of frustrated because Anna Peter and Deanna, like, made out in the ocean one night and he seemed kind of like frustrated by that or like 
why I was don't know. frustrated by that. I don't know. He was just, that's what I'm saying, is like a little bit off. And was, I think were we were they, kind of like... Were any of them friends before? Him and Anna Peter are friends. Oh, or they're okay. both, I don't know if they were friends or they're just both Dutch. It's hard to say. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know if they're like traveling together because they were both Dutch oh, or something. yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, then... So I think we were, honestly, I think we were kind of ganging up on him a little bit. Like we were kind of like leaving him out a little and maybe that wasn't very nice. And I kind of, I did, I did the prank on him, which I kind of feel guilty about. <laughs> and like, oh God, because oh, no. I kind of set him off. I mean, I did set him off, but we were like on this long walk on the beach and I was walking next to him and then he kind of like went ahead and then I had this like we were all drinking beers and I had this beer bottle that was empty and I was like oh I'm gonna fill this with ocean water oh. and then like hand it to him That's so mean I know it's really mean but I told everybody I was gonna do it I was like haha this is funny right and they're like yeah do it and then I feel so bad because I just like remember the look on his face like he was like thank you like when I handed it to him oh, he was, like, so no. excited and then he like drank it and he like spit it out and then he was like so pissed off and he just like didn't speak to me and just turned around and walked all the way back like really fast ahead of us and was like really upset and I was like oh fuck I really pissed him off and then yeah so basically he like stormed back to the trailer we were staying in and then was like he like packed up his things and was like I'm gonna leave right now like y'all are crazy he like got really really upset at Deanna and was like you're so beautiful and so confident and like you know exactly who you are and like I don't know anything about myself and like you and Anna Peter and are in love and I don't have anyone to love and like was just like yelling at her and she was like really standing her ground I remember being like wow I'm really impressed by her but he was like (laughs) basically like berating her and then also just saying things that weren't true and like clearly like something was going on for him you know yeah we were just like oh my god please don't leave I I would have been like I should have been like yeah let's all fucking get out of here but anyway it went on for a long time and then finally he like calmed down and then he like came back up to us and was like I'm really sorry about before like I'm fine and I was just (laughs) like okay and then he was like I want to show you something and he'd like gone down onto the beach and like written in sand his like ex-girlfriend's name and then like took a picture of it and he was like I'm gonna send this to her and I was like okay so weird um and then they were like sleeping outside in a tent or they were supposed to be but they were actually just like insisted on sleeping in the trailer with us which was really unfortunate and I woke up the next day and he was like sitting on our bed and like staring at us oh god really freaky and I was just like we have to get out of here we were like planning to travel with them more and we were like in the car going to the hostel and we had like low-key booked a different hostel than them and me and Deanna were like sitting in the backseat and I remember like holding her hand and like being like hey so we're not gonna keep traveling with y'all like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we were kind of like That's not so dramatic. and then he was like he was sobbing like he was literally sobbing what? his like hand he was like his face was in his hands he was like begging us to like go with them it was really That's so weird scary. it was just really ups- it was just like really off- like upsetting like I didn't feel 
he wasn't like violent or anything, but he was just very, it seemed like he was having like a kind of a mental break, you know? Yeah. What was Anna Peter's reaction to all that? He was pretty casual about it. Mm. I guess. I think he just was like, I don't know. He played the role of like talking to him and like making him feel better or whatever, I guess. I don't really remember. What made you want to travel with these people? Like, did you get along with them at first? Because I think I just wanted to travel with them because Deanna was traveling with them. I think I really Mm. just wanted to travel with her. Yeah, that makes sense. Because she was really cool and she was like an obvious leader, which I think this is like part of what really upset this guy was that she really did have like her shit together and just like knew what she wanted and was very blunt. And I think he couldn't handle that. Yeah. Yeah. And then I went to the South Island and he was in my hostel. Oh my God. I had to move hostels. I mean, that's not shocking. Everybody goes to the same places, you know, but it's funny though. It was very uncomfortable. Dang. I wonder where he is now. I don't know. I hope he's okay. Or like better. (laughs) I do feel really bad about that. I mean. The prank. I feel like it's like one thing to prank your friend who you like and who you have a good relationship with. And then it's like a whole nother thing to prank someone who you've like kind of been teasing and like don't really get along with yeah okay (laughs) (laughs) I mean yeah like if you did that to me I'd be like pretty mad but like you know I know there's just been a couple times in my life where I've done something like that where it's like kind of out of character where I'm just like Mm -hmm. I wouldn't I don't know what came over me you know like I haven't done that many pranks yeah but that's not really like a fun prank either no it's not it's not like lighthearted or like no I felt like immediately terrible about it <laughs> but at the same time I think uh, I mean obviously that like really set him also, off yeah I think he was probably he was, like on the edge of like yeah some kind of mental if it, breakdown if it wasn't that it would have been something else you know yeah, but, totally and also it was just kind of it was very strange that like I had done that to him and then he like very much targeted Diana, you know yeah. Like, he was clearly very upset he at her. just, like, really liked her and was jealous of... Because he got mad about her making out with Anna Peter also. Yeah, I think he was upset that Anna Peter had found love. Well, he kept <laughs> saying they were in love, and she was like, we're not in love, we've made out one time. Like, she was <laughs> like, I remember being like, this is not... Okay. Oscar, what's wrong? Sorry, my cat is like making a really it's sad a noise. Crazy noise, yeah. Um, dang. How old were they? I don't know, like 25 or something. The other oh, weird that's thing about like, this. That feels like a lot older when you're 18. Yeah. Also, that was just a really bizarre time because the night before we had stayed up, like, and had like a bonfire on the beach and these two like random 14 year old kids came up to us and were like can we have some beer and I was like <laughs> no and then Anna Peter and that other guy gave them beer and they just like sat with us and drank with us and I was like this seems really bad and then also this woman who was like in some kind of like abusive situation with her 
partner was like, like came up to us and was like, basically was just like, I'm scared of my husband. Like, can I sit with you? Oh my God. And it was like a really scary, yeah, situation. And then like, yeah, I guess I should have done a CW for that. But basically like the guy was at the beach too. And he like was yelling at us not to like protect her or whatever. And I was yelling at him because I was just like, get the fuck away from her. But Anna Peter and the other guy were doing nothing. And we're just like, oh, this is none of our business, basically. It was crazy. I'm just like thinking about that. And I'm just like, that was a really strange and like unsafe situation to be in. Yeah. You know? So not the best part of my time <laughs> in New Zealand. You know? Well, you live and you learn. It's true. Yeah, and that's the only time I've ever traveled with random people. Never again. Mm-mm. No. Um, well, did you want to... How should we start this off? Should I read some emails or... God, I wrote you so many, like, extremely long emails while you were in New Zealand <laughs> and just no response. Oh, God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. I don't know if I should read some of them, but they're like... I was kind of skimming through them, and they're just, like, really hard to read. Are any of them funny? Um, There's this one that I'll... Maybe I'll read some snippets from to find it. I also want us to do that, our chat together. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see. have to go all the way back in time here oh I found this really here's just like a random sweet email exchange I found from November 1st 2009 um you sent me an email subject is no subject I just wanted to tell you out no subject no (laughs) no it's just like the (laughs) default yeah okay (laughs) I mean (laughs) Oh, that's like something you would do, though. Yeah, I know. Well, that's what uh, I was like. I knew that. Um, I just wanted to tell you, in parentheses, and I know you know this. This is what I said. Yeah. Or what you said? Okay. This is what you said. But I think you are great and inventive, and one of the smartest people I know. I really enjoyed talking to you tonight, even though it is hard to hear that you are feeling bad about some things. I know that you will get through them and be better because of them. Also, it is just nice to have someone to talk and listen to who will talk and listen to me in turn. You're such a good friend to me, and I miss being able to be with you in person. Dot, dot, dot. I wish I could be your friend who came into your room and just hung out. So sweet. Really sweet. And kind of like a little bit like almost like you can tell that I think I'm kind of like so great for writing that you know what I mean <laughs> like a little bit smug like I'm such yeah. a good friend like I don't know <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so uh, kind of like okay yeah you in my head you know like I'm just like in turn I just in- feel like maybe it's because I'm reading my journal I was reading my journal before you said that and I just feel like the way I talk is over the top like I'm just like so enlightened you know <laughs> 
I love it. That's okay, so do you want to hear my response or? Yeah, I feel nervous about hearing it though. <laughs> Why? No, no. <laughs> Are you worried I'm gonna say something like mean in response no, to no, that no, no, no. really nice email? No, I'm worried it's gonna be too nice. Oh yeah. <laughs> read it. Okay, I'll read it. Ah, uh, Kate, thank you. That really does mean a lot. I really enjoyed talking to you too. I feel much better just from our conversation. I don't know what I'd do if I didn't have you to talk to. I rely on our phone conversations so much, and I always feel like I gain a lot from talking to you. I wish we could talk in person too. We had such a such great conversations over the summer, sitting in the Castro Street median. <laughs> Is that um, what we did? We just sat in a median? I guess we did, yeah. That's funny. <laughs> you would be the best hangout in my room, friend. And I can't wait for you to visit. You have no idea how much I'm looking forward to that. That's when you're at Whitman. Yep. I think Mm -hmm. you, and you visited me like later that year. Yeah. Um, that was fun. I feel like we might've already covered that on on an earlier episode, but yeah, we talked about the ball pit picture. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Um, this is funny. I sent you an email the subject is Bony Bear, and it's just the song Skinny Love. <laughs> Wait, you sent me the lyrics to Skinny Love? No, like oh. an MP3 of Skinny Love. This was on April 14th, 2009. Um, That's funny. Hold on, I really have to get my cat. It's making a okay. crazy noise. Oh my god, okay. Um... Okay, so I found this email that's, like, in response to your email that I last read about... Sex um, one? Yeah, the sex one and the Anna Peter and the... Yeah. Yeah. So I probably wrote you this email while you were at the beach with these people. Okay, so this is, like, really long and I'm going to have to definitely skip over some parts, but I'll just... Maybe some of it's worth hearing hey 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 again by the way you didn't answer about a good time to visit but I guess it might be kind of hard to plan it when you're in New Zealand just let me know when you figure it out yeah guitar is really great I'm glad I'm taking lessons again too (laughs) but it also keeps me from doing my homework all the time I still haven't started my essay this always happens I just end up waiting till the day before to do it and it's ruining my Saturday night because I'm just going to go to bed early and wake up early tomorrow so that I can have time to work on it. Haha, ha, yeah, I think that kind of makes sense that they would expect sex just because you probs won't be seeing them again. So it's like, this is your one shot to sex me up. Oh, God. God. <laughs> I also... I, that was in all caps, too. I also feel like... People who have had sex before and think of sex as not a big deal expect that other people feel the same way. But yeah, I think it's definitely a good thing you didn't have sex with a stranger. One of my friends had sex when she was pretty young with a guy she wasn't even dating, and now she says that sex with people she actually cares about doesn't feel meaningful because she just associates her earlier experiences with it. But yeah, what do I know about sex? Ha ha. (laughs) Then I said, I had a similar mountain climbing experience on Knoll's 
once we hiked up this really steep mountain of loose rocks and I had tendonitis and I'm pretty sure I was crying to myself. It was so painful. No. It was scary too, but I bet a lot safer because we had a lot safer because we had instructors with us and we were walking so that we weren't downhill from one another. It was weird because you just kind of had to move with the rocks. Yeah, it doesn't seem like you guys really had any team <laughs> dynamic going on there. <laughs> ha ha, that's scary. Good thing no one died, though. <laughs> oh my god. Imagine if I emailed you and I was like, someone died. Yeah, while I was hiking. Horrible. <laughs> Happens all the time. Um, even though parts of your trip are probably really stressful and you're really tired and stuff, I bet you're going to come out of it with a lot. So that's really cool. Mm. I feel like I need an experience like that in my life. I don't know. I'm kind of wishing I took a gap year, but I do like my friends here. Here's some things that have happened to me the past couple of days. I had a really long day yesterday, so this might take a while to explain. Yesterday was by far the weirdest day I've had in a long, long time. Right after I got out of class, I guest starred on Annie's radio show. Shout out to Aww. Annie. And it was a really good experience. Margaret was also there for part of it, but it made me realize how overbearing Lucy is. Oh, no. <laughs> I have to bleep this. Are you going to bleep out her name? Yeah. Yeah. I was... Yeah, there's a lot of t shit talking in this email. Um, I was talking equally as much as Annie on a radio show, but when I do my radio show with Lucy, Lucy, she totally takes over and doesn't let me say stuff, except when she puts me on the spot. Then on my way back from lunch with Annie and Margaret, we ran into Sam, and he was going to do his radio show. So he interviewed me and Margaret, and he ended up playing some of the stuff we said on his show. After that, we ran into Lucy and Maisie, my roommate in a tree. I climbed up it too and sat there for a while. It was nice and made me miss my childhood. <laughs> all I want to do now is climb trees all day. But yeah, so we were all sitting in the tree and then this kid Blake joined us and then this girl Hannah from my section who is really nice joined. Then a photographer came by and took like 50 pictures of us from different angles. Then we started singing Cat Stevens. Oh god. What? <laughs> I enjoyed it. Lucy also annoyed me a lot because you could tell the main reason she was in the tree was just so sh she could yell and be obnoxious and let everyone know that she was cool for being in a tree. <laughs> oh my god, I remember this actually. I'm, you remember me like talking about this? Yeah, I do. Then about 20 times afterwards, she told everyone she climbed a tree and how it was her first tree she had climbed. That's just the type of person she is and I don't really like that about her. It probably seems like a dumb complaint, but I think it says a lot about her personality. <laughs> oh my god. I remember her just, like, not shutting up about being in a tree. It was so annoying. That's really funny. Yeah. Just um, the things that are eventful, you know? I know. After that, I went to an art opening downtown with Margaret and her friend Max. He's this guy who I really used to dislike because he just seems really aloof and acts like he's too cool for everything. Lucy I hooked up with him at the beginning of the year, and she told me he had a small penis. <laughs> oh, my oh my god. <laughs> uh, Jesus. And Margaret and I kept saying really funny things about the art and making really great jokes and being inspired by the things for our mockumentary. Um, we were also pretending to be really pretentious art critics and making up bullshit about what all, what all the pieces meant. We didn't actually like any of the art, though. Ha ha. Um, I ended up liking Max more than I thought I would, but he still said some things that pissed me off. Whatever, he's cool enough, I suppose. Um, at the art thing, Margaret and I caught him checking... Uh, no, 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 no. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> like what you should. I feel like that's what you should be reading. <laughs> no, 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 believe me. Um, <laughs> I don't. Tell me. Tell point, me, and then. Oh, at one point, Margaret went over to one of that same artist's pieces, which was a big torso stuffed with beans or something, so it kind of looked like a blob, and Margaret said something like this to her. You know, my mom would never let me get beanie babies when I was a kid, so I'd try to make my own by sewing fabric together and stuffing beans in them, and all of them ended up looking something like this. Kind of a big blob that almost seems lifelike. (laughs) That is so something Margaret would do. Is that the uh, were the artists there? Yeah, it was like an oh art opening. God. I was about to pee myself. I was laughing so hard, and the funniest part was that Margaret didn't even realize that that could be taken as an insult. Ha 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 ha! Like she wasn't trying to be offensive at all. There were also some really strange people at the exhibit. There was one man with a hook for a hand. Afterwards, <laughs> oh. afterwards, all three of us ate at this place downtown and watched all these quote-unquote indie Walla Walla high schoolers and talked about how much it would suck to grow up in Walla Walla. Later that night, we went to Punch Bowl, which is this thing that happens every Friday night in my roommate's room. So a bunch of people came, and we drank beer and played games. It was all right, I guess. Margaret came too. Then we left early and hung out in her room for a little bit. We met up with Max and decided to go back to Punch Bowl to get some more alcohol. So I walked into Maisie's room, and no one's there. And then I hear people in my room talking, and I'm like, what? That's weird. Why are they in my room? And so I open the door, and Lucy is freaking out. She's bawling, and there are, like, five people around her trying to comfort her. And she's screaming and says something like, I ask him to say one thing he likes about me, and he can't even do that. Oh, no. <laughs> and, then, and then people are, like, telling us to leave, so... I'm like, all right, I'll leave her alone. There are t- already a ton of people surrounding her. But apparently Paul and her got in a really big fight. So while this is happening, Max is like, would it be really awful for me to take some of this now? And he's holding vodka in his hand. <laughs> so we take some and we leave. And I feel bad, but they told us to leave. So, oh, well. Then we go back to his room and drink. Then Margaret and I go to this lame environmental party or something. But we end up back here. And then I talk to Lucy a little bit and she explains stuff and she's feeling better then I leave with Margaret again we end up at the Sig house it's like how many it's this like is like the longest night <laughs> like, like a play by play of like exactly what I you know and it's like pretty boring I'm then trying I, to didn't you say that the craziest thing that ha- like the most crazy thing happened to you at the beginning of this though I was like I had the craziest day yeah um then I leave with Margaret again, and we end up at the Sig house, where Margaret sees this really attractive guy who she had gone to coffee with earlier that day, and he was on the dance floor completely grinding and making out with some girl. It was funny because earlier that day he had told Margaret how much he hated frat parties and how people acted like animals there. <laughs> ha ha. <laughs> then I set off a bottle rocket, and it sort of singed my hair, but not really. We came to Lyman, in parentheses, is this boring? Question mark, question mark. Oh, my. <laughs> and I talked to this guy, Lolo, from my scramble. I remember oh, Lolo. About deep stuff, which I can't remember that well now. But it was basically what I've been talking about with you. Like, why am I at college? And why are people just expected to go to college right after high school? And then we talked about stars in the universe. Then <laughs> I'm just, like, not going to finish this because it's just insane. So long. <laughs> But yeah, anyways, you get the idea. I do. What a day. I can't remember that. Um, I mean, 
Who knows if you ever read it, you know? I remember the tree thing. Yeah, I've I probably like I talked about that, then. like, multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was, like, very impactful. I, yeah, I can remember. That's, like, the only part of that I remember. I vaguely remember, like, the art opening. Um, Did I write anything to you around my birthday? No, but I wrote to you. I said, happy birthday. It's probably over by now in New Zealand, but it's still happening here. Yay. Were you at that place on your birthday? No, I was at a hostel. You want to read here my birthday entry? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is funny. I think I forgot to talk about my birthday. It was good. This week or four days or a lot like being in Auckland, except, wait, what? Hmm. <laughs> what is it? It just doesn't make any sense. But I think I'm saying, like, wherever I am is a lot like being in Auckland. Except oh, the city okay. is exceptionally cooler, and I feel a lot more comfortable than when I was in Auckland. Diana is making fish for me right now, and I can see a stray bus out the window. A stray bus is like a hop-on, hop-off tour bus. Oh, which I was doing at the time. I bet I know people on the bus because I feel like that keeps happening. Not I feel like, it keeps happening. <laughs> God. Sometimes I feel like people are from the US, but then they are from Ireland or they are Dutch or something. That's such a stupid thing to say. <laughs> I am pretty terrible at spotting accents at this point. Well, in ways I am and in ways I'm not. I am just rambling, waiting for my fish right now. Will I apply to College of Santa Fe? Who knows? If only I had a laptop. If only I had brought a laptop. I'm so annoyed by these college girls behind me. I kind of want to punch them. Another question. Will this be my pen for the rest of my trip? Possibly not. And then that's the end oh of God. the entry. <laughs> Wait, that was a, an entry you wrote on your birthday? It was, I guess it's funny because I start with, I guess I forgot to talk about my birthday, but then I don't talk about my birthday at all. Oh, so stupid. Do you remember what happened on your birthday? I think that... Did you celebrate with people? Yeah, I mean, I think just me and Deanna hung out at the hostel. Nice. I don't know. <clears throat> I feel like at this point, I'm just, like, really talking about nothing. Because I don't have, like, I feel like at the beginning, I was, like, alone a lot and like didn't have anyone to talk to and was like really figuring out my feelings and then I just stopped yeah you know then you were like I have friends now and I'm too busy exactly Um, I have a really long entry about if I should stay in New Zealand or not though when's that from what's the date um March 13th um let's hear it stay in New Zealand forever I was just planning, I was going to stay a little bit longer, I think. Mm. It is Friday the 13th for the second time in two months, which is really bizarre. I'm sitting in a cathedral listening to an organist who is not so good at the organ and is reminding me of when I was young and playing the piano poorly. What a strange job, the daytime organist. I don't even know if it is called organist. I'm sitting, a sitcom could be based around this though, I swear. It really couldn't. Just a daytime organist? <laughs> Sorry. A just sitcom. 
I swear. I'm reminded of that day in Mountain View right after moving, and I walked around and sat on the steps at the church and thought about stuff. Has traveling changed me without me knowing it? Am I less changed than I think? I am more comfortable with a lot of things, but not nearly where I want to be yet. I am more comfortable with drinking and meeting new people. And the idea of not constantly having to talk, maybe people not liking me, being unsure. Maybe I'm plateauing right now. I am comfortable <laughs> with not knowing. It is so strange to reflect on things that seem like years away, but were really only weeks. Like Queenstown, even for the second time. If I were to stay in a place longer than three months or two months or whatever, I would have to settle down and work for a few months because it is so hard to achieve normality when you keep moving from place to place, although that becomes your normality. I am so used to small dorms and snoring and meeting cool people and not so cool people. Looking back, Rob was really right about traveling on your own. You, oh, that's the guy that I was talking about at the very beginning. Do you remember that? The Irish the guy that said that I was. Guy? Yeah, I, I think that person said that said you that have I some, had a lot something going, going on, on up there. <laughs> you are lonely, but there are great times that make up for it. And the people you meet are irreplaceable. That's not true. <clears throat> the people that I met, 100% replaceable, I feel like. <laughs> I mean, I just don't think I remember anyone that I met. Yeah, I mean, you haven't kept in touch with any of them, right? No. I mean, Kat is the only person. I wonder person. what happened with Diana. Yeah, I feel I'm. she's irreplaceable, I would yeah. say. I think I had a crush on her, I'm realizing as I'm reading yeah. it. Or just as we're rehashing like this. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you must have known something about me that I didn't know about myself. I thought I could handle being alone when I came here, but really at that point, I could only handle being alone while having the option of people. That's why I wasn't scared and why I didn't lose my mind that I would be lonely. Something else. What I am missing now is the exhilarating feeling of something new every second. Things that were previously scary and strange now feel normal. Fruit picking makes me uncomfortable. Working at a hostel for accommodation makes me uncomfortable. Fruit picking? Working abroad at all makes me uncomfortable. Hitchhiking makes me uncomfortable. Picking up and living here makes me uncomfortable. Does that mean I should do these things? There is always New Mexico. Actually, there is always New Zealand. I think I was thinking about doing that in New Mexico. This is so embarrassing. It's just like so <laughs> over the top, you know? The next entry is like me, like these entries are all just like me talking about should I go home or not? Oh my gosh, wait, this is what I talk about. Do you want to read, do you want me to read these or no? Um, I don't know, are they funny? Um, you can always read them and then I'll cut them if they're... Yeah, just cut them out. Yeah. I feel like you'll just have to edit this one. Yeah, I have to yeah. like find the best little mm-hmm. snippets. We can just be reading to each other, you know? Yeah. That's the point of the podcast. I'm enjoying it, I... We don't have to worry about our audience right now. Yeah. Here's what I'm feeling about going home. I feel trapped and like if I go home, I will either have to get a job or go to school. Here I will be able to get a job, but I will be working in a hostel for accommodation. So I won't have to pay to have an apartment. I can't do this for my dad or my friends. I almost said realistically, which really pisses me off. Why shouldn't I stay here for a few more months until June and then work picking apples, woofing somewhere in Northland? My dad has been dealing with things as if I hadn't left, but I've changed and he doesn't know that. This is so bratty. (laughs) Even now I want to go home, but it is almost an image or an escape to a feeling I'm not sure is possible. It's just like I was there for three months and it's I'm acting insane. Like, it's just like, (laughs) you can, I'm like basically being like, you can never go go home again. Like, it's just so ridiculous. You can never stay long enough in a place or see enough of a place. 
I think especially a place like New Zealand, there's a disconnect when I was thinking, when I was thinking about the U.S. that wasn't there before. Like, I don't need it. Can't people and places just be good memories? Can't New Zealand be a memory? It will be eventually, but it doesn't have to be yet. And no matter what, I know I could get by. It's just that I will be going from a completely independent, at least in terms of what I do and where I go, state to a completely non-dependent one. I think maybe I need to write my dad an honest email, but that scares me. (laughs) It's so rude. The easiest thing to do is nothing and just go home. But the fact that I'm having these doubts, will they still be here in two months' time? It is completely absurd that I would make enough money to do the things I want to do when I get back to the U.S. and if I stay here two months. Anyway, two months' work will get me $1,000 USD, if that. That will get me my trip to New Mexico, but what from there? Who knows? But if I fall, I fall and that's it. If nothing else, I know I have family (laughs) and people to stay with couches to surf places to go this is just like I was so horrible as this like I just I hate the person (laughs) I was I'm sorry I know you're supposed to be like sympathetic towards yourself but I truly it's hard rereading old stuff it's like I'll find a way to make money even if it is the crappest work out there if I do if I drift along enough Will I be home? Is that true? If I go home, will I be happy? Definitely not in the way I would be here. And there's no way I would meet the same kind of people. I think the reason I want to stay has more to do with fear of the unknown. Or is it known of going home? And then I wrote in all capital letters, will I regret going home? Although I can always leave again. Like, I'm literally just like, oh my gosh, you come up in this. Oh, what'd you say about me? Okay, and I will do when I save up enough money. And if Julia really goes with me, we can split it between us goes with you where i guess back to new zealand (laughs) Uh, the trip that never happened i know there's still time wow i really just want to like travel is the the main thing you were really into it i feel like you were like really pumped up after new zealand yeah i mean i think that's also just like this is something that emma tells me sometimes is that like or sometimes it's like when I'm about to end something, I like grasp at anything to like not have to have it end because I'm so stressed about it never happening again. And I can't just yeah. like, and I feel like that's what I was doing. It's just <laughs> being like, I could go to New Mexico. I could go to Australia. I could go to these things, yeah. you know? Yeah. What, why, was your dad just trying to get you to come home or why is all, there all this talk of? I don't know why, what I was talking about about my dad. Sending your dad an honest email. Yeah. Huh. Do you want me to read this? Um, or is that entry over? You still have some? Yeah. I mean, let me just read this last one. Because this is me deciding that I'm going to stay. Or that I'm going to leave. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm leaving as planned. I'm really tired of traveling. And if I stayed... I would need to settle down somewhere. I don't know if that's possible for re- for me right now. I'm at I'm in Nando's right now, waiting on a chicken burger. It is so normal to say <laughs> chicken burger now. Before well, I loved chicken, chicken burgers. I know. Just, like you got so many chicken burgers when you were in with them. England. I know. Before it was all chicken sandwich this, chicken sandwich that. <laughs> That's pretty funny, honestly. It will be weird not to be able to go out and drink, but I remember when 19 seemed so old. 20 seems even older. It is, to be fair. 
I think there are Canadians in our midst. If I can't tell someone is Canadian by talking to them, maybe I can tell by looking at them. Maybe not. Everywhere, everyone I see, I feel like I've met somewhere before. That is really strange. That's really funny. Yep, I was 19. I feel like I liked my 18-year-old self better than my 19-year-old self. Um, yeah, 19 was kind of a rough age, I feel like. Yeah, I just feel like, I mean, we're socialized to think that that's such a big moment, you know? Yeah. After you turn 18, or like once you turn 19 after your 18th year. I mean, it kind of I feel of like was. I was really, really buying into that in these days. <laughs> just like... I, I mean, feel it's like, like the, kind yeah. of huge that you went to New Zealand on your own as an 18-year-old or 19 yeah. or whatever. No, I mean, I think it was obviously an impactful experience for me. <laughs> but... <laughs> Yeah, it's funny to read my journals and then listen to your emails because I feel like you are very like in your writing, you're like, this is what happened and this is what happened and this is what happened. And like, you can tell when I'm writing that I'm like in my head completely because I'm just like, should I do this? Should I do that? Like, yeah, you're kind of writing to just like figure things out. I mean, my journal entries are more like that. I feel like because these are emails, I'm like, right, you're explaining, telling things to you. That makes Um, sense. I found this email that's kind of funny from February 22nd, 2009. You also didn't respond to this. The subject is, (laughs) I am a stalker. And then I said, I stalk you. I email you tons and you never email me back. But I'm okay with that because I'm living the stalker lifestyle. (laughs) Anyways, I just wanted to tell you that last night I randomly thought of how you wanted to do the nose thing when you met my brother. Like the throw down your nose face. Yeah, that's really funny. And you were going to hold that face all through dinner and my parents would be like, what the fuck happened to your face? OMG. (laughs) I started laughing out loud when I remembered. I thought it was so funny and then I tried to explain it to the other people around me and it just didn't make sense. Mm -hmm. Mm. That is funny. Wait, do the face. Yeah. (laughs) gets me every time can you do it while you're talking yeah i can do it while i'm talking (laughs) (laughs) i feel like you need to put a picture of my face on the podcast yeah on like the background okay wait do the face again and let me (laughs) we can call this episode throw down your nose wait do it again yeah that's good (sighs) Um, and then I said, this has been a really strange weekend. Friday night, I convinced like five people that I spoke Romanian, but mm-hmm. by singing lullabies and stuff in Romanian, but actually gibberish. God, classic. Still, still a party trick of mine. People totally bought it. And then I felt bad. So the next morning I told them I was lying. Mm-hmm. Last night I went to some weird parties and saw guys Lucy. make out with Paul's frat father. What's a frat father? <laughs> I think horrible. in frats, like in frats, you have like a father. What do you mean you have a like father? A frat, like a frat dad. You know how in sororities you have like a mo- a sorority mom. Oh yeah yeah yeah. It's okay. Like that, but with I don't know frats. why I was so freaked out by a frat father because I feel like I do know about a sorority mom, but that's creepy. Both of those things. I know are it's weird. Also, I don't know. Is it really called frat father? 
Uh, probably or not. Frat dad. I don't know. That's weird. That sounds so formal. Sounds bad. Yeah. Um, Sog Lucy make out with Paul's frat father, who is twenty four and the most hilarious person ever. I kind of remember that guy. I can't remember if I told you this, but Paul broke up with Lucy Goldie a couple weeks ago. Paul's the one who looks like Peter Sar- Sarlsberg or whatever his name is. Sarsgaard. <laughs> Sarsgaard. Yeah. That was my um, big crush. Yeah. Yeah, I said, the one you think is hot. <laughs> I just remember <laughs> you, yeah. You would not shut up about Peter Sarsgaard. Yeah, I was obsessed with him. But yeah, so Paul was there while she was hooking up with the guy, and it was really kind of sad, but also really funny if you knew the guy she was hooking up with. <laughs> I'm oh, really God. thirsty, so I guess I should go. I'm so tired. Today I woke up at 1 p.m. Shit. Shits. I just want to dissect why, like, what was going on with you and Lucy. Like, why yeah. were you so upset we should by maybe, her? maybe um, change her name and then I can go back and just put that name in. What should we call her? Um, I feel like Not that's too, too similar. Yeah. Um, what about Lu- Julie? Lucy? Lucy? <laughs> Lucy. Okay, yeah. Lucy. Um, yeah, I think, you know, Lucy and I were really good friends at like the very beginning of college mm-hmm. and they like introduced me to all their friends. It was kind of just like, I liked her a lot at first, but then she's just an intense person, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think I started realizing that I couldn't handle her. Yeah. It just seems like she specifically had like, there was something about y'all's relationship or something. Cause you keep, talking about it in your in your email well, I think yeah. she was just like so much a part of my like friend group and my mm-hmm. life but I was kind of trying to distance myself from her but it was hard yeah but yeah um definitely yeah I had like so her I mean Lucy <laughs> God. um Lucy and then Right. So I believe that they were both on my scramble, like my little backpacking right. trip I did before freshman year. So that's how I became friends with them, and then I kind of right. drifted away from them. Like once I'd found my footing and like found my mm-hmm. true friends that I connected more with. Right. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. That always but, happens. Yeah. yeah totally. I'm to just. I feel like when I'm desperate for friends, I'll befriend anyone. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I don't think that you do that anymore. I just think you don't. Yeah, that's kind of true, I guess. Yeah. I feel like I'm it's more, funny that I'm, I'm like... discerning. Yeah. It's funny how I'm like talking about how people are irreplaceable when I'm traveling and I just feel like it's so, in some ways it is so nice to just meet people for like one or two days because if you do like someone, like you can really like them for that amount of time. And if you don't like someone, then you can kind of like find the tolerable things in them for that amount of time. Yeah. You're like, I and know so, that I'm not going to have to be around you forever. So. Right. Yeah. I feel like I was really into that too. I was just like into this idea that like somebody could make a big impact on you for just one day or something, you know? Yeah, I feel like we were talking about that with, like, 
Mick and Lee. I mean, they did make a big impact. I mean, they, on us, they did. Like they're real. Like, yeah. For just one night. And then three nights or whatever. I wish that I had those journals so badly because. I know. That was like my favorite. That was, was like. so funny, yeah. I feel like. That was such a good trip. It really was. It was one for the books. Like, I just can't believe that trip like how much crazy shit happened I just thought that was normal like if we went on a trip today to England and we're woofing I just feel like it wouldn't be so insane maybe it would but maybe it would maybe (laughs) we should do a reunion woof yeah that would be fun in England again yeah what if we went to the exact same place (laughs) I know (laughs) We should. Probably Gilamot is dead, so we can't go there. Oh, God. There. We, I, that's, like, the one place <laughs> I would refuse to go to again. I feel like I'm really com- coming across poorly in this um, podcast episode. Like, I'm feeling really self-conscious about the prank, I have to say. <laughs> uh, it's okay. You know, you've you've grown. You wouldn't do something like that today. No, I wouldn't. You're being vulnerable. Yeah. I have kind of feel like from what I've read, I'm talking a lot of shit and I'm like a huge bitch. So <laughs> <laughs> no need to feel bad. Oh, I'm also I, just like, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I just opened up this email that I sent you of this guy that I woofed with. It says, here's a picture of John Luke, one of the weird people I woofed with from Fresno. He's the one who farted while skipping a rock. And this is his profile picture (laughs) on Facebook. (laughs) I think we should do a reunion. Of England. Something. I mean, I just... I don't really have, like, desire to have, like, a crazy time anymore pretty much at all you know yeah you're not in it for the long haul no but I have friends who are like Danny is definitely like that still or like maybe they're re-emerging into that or something I feel like I'm like that still yeah (laughs) but not every night you know it just Depends. Sometimes the spirit takes me. I can definitely get into it if someone else is into it in the right circumstances. Yeah. But I definitely, yeah, I mean, we were still like that when I lived in Seattle. When we'd have Ernie and Bert's night out. Yeah, Ernie and Bert. Remember when you did something in the bathroom with that random person? We like went to that. Yeah. I actually don't I was like, can that. I Where say that we? on air? I'll what? bleep it out. It sounds worse that you said you did something <laughs> in the bathroom. <laughs> You're I making know. it sound worse than it is. It, yeah. Um, I also feel like when I got back from New Zealand, I was like manically trying to make stuff happen. Mm-hmm. Wait, what are you talking about though? Like, where were we? Ernie and Bert? Oh, in Seattle. But were we at, like, Cha-Cha or something? Yeah, we were at Cha-Cha. I just remember, all I remember is 
we were at Cha Cha and we were Ernie and Bert. That's like the only memory I have that night. Um, I, I have, guess like, my point is that we just like would go out a lot and do. I feel like look, we're like looking for trouble, you know? Yeah, we were looking for. I feel like the the height of like staying out late was when I was working at Redwood, though. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I found a whole nother stretch of emails where that I sent you when you were in Ireland, but Oh. You're again not saying much. <laughs> Sorry. <sighs> uh, Wish I had that. Yeah, that's the journal that I guess I don't have. Don't have your Ireland journal. Oh, that sucks. Damn, that makes me feel really sad, actually. Yeah, I'm upset I don't have my journal from freshman year of college. It's just gone, and there's, like, really incriminating stuff in that one. <laughs> like, how, yeah. I don't know, I just, I have no idea where it could be unless someone stole it, you know? Someone must have stolen it. Yeah. Whoever you are, come, please come forward. I need that journal for my podcast. There's a big chunk of my life missing. Because I feel like that would be like my earliest journal. I don't have any journals from high school. Do you? Yeah, I don't think so. I think I I might have had one like early high school, but then I like burned it. I think I just had one like this one is right after I graduated. Yeah. The one that you've been reading from? No, that's the one from New Zealand. I mean, this is the one where I, like, worked at Cheeky Monkey. I guess I read from that one last time. Yeah. Do you have anything else you want to share from that one? I'm looking through it right now. Yeah, this one is good. It's just, like, most of it I just, like, wrote down, like, lists and stuff. I feel like Julie's journal is going to have to, like, change in some way if I keep doing it because I've, like, run out of journal entries. Yeah, what are we supposed to do? Yeah, what else can we do? I guess we could just chat. Freeform yeah, chat. Yeah, we could just chat. Um, Your um downloads will probably go down quite a bit if we just freeform. <laughs> <laughs> I feel I like mean, we'd have to have a subject. Or we'd have to, like, really hash it out, you know? Yeah. We'd have to, like, divulge things. We'd have to divulge things, yeah. I mean, honestly, there's so much to divulge. Like, I do feel like I would... (laughs) It's just weird, because it's like, yeah, this... Doing this makes me think about a lot of stuff that I just never think about. Ever. And it's not because I don't want to, necessarily. Or, like, it's not, like, bad memories, necessarily, but I just think... Yeah. Yeah. I feel well, like there were, a lot yeah. of this stuff that I've like written about, I wouldn't have remembered if I hadn't written right. it down, or like I would never think of it if I hadn't written it down. I kind of want to travel again. Oh, you're getting the just so I can the itch. Write more dumb journal entries like this. Okay, I'm gonna read this last one, and maybe it's bad, but. Okay. We're just gonna read so it. So this is from 
when you worked this in is from june 2009 the 24th of june 2009 okay so this was before be... yeah before new zealand or after i think after yeah okay it is wednesday the 24th of june 2009 that's how i knew that this day has been strange completely unordinary now I really feel that I'm leaving again, and I am in this place that I have been in a few times before. Nothing looks as good as when you're about to leave it, possibly forever. I'm listening to Radiohead. Before I was afraid to leave, but I knew it wasn't working to stay. Now I am not afraid to leave. It feels important. Wait, are you still talking about leaving or not leaving New Zealand? <laughs> no, this is like, <laughs> I think, on like a different... We're- like, I think I'm going on a different trip by myself. I think this oh. is me embarking to New Mexico on my own. Oh, okay. It feels important to leave. Not exactly exciting, but something close to that. Also close to nervousness. Oh. <laughs> Today, Chuck said... Uh, oh, God. Oh, Chuck. I guess I was wrong. I guess you and I are a lot alike. Why did he say that? I don't know. Did I read this already? I don't think so. Okay. One of the most honest things he's ever said to me. It feels important. I feel like I've known that all along and he is only just realizing. I love that when I listen to Radiohead, I will always think of winter at Cheeky Monkey and the beginning of my trip in New Zealand and sitting in trees. Is that true? Full of strangers. When you listen to Radiohead, do you think of Cheeky Monkey? When I listen to one particular song, I do think about it. What song? Well, because I remember In Rainbows was, like, Mm. I was really listening to In Rainbows at that time. Mm. So, like, House of Cards. Mm. Still think of New Zealand. (laughs) Also in one of my other... Cheeky Monkey. Oh, I don't know if I really think about Cheeky Monkey. My mom, when she was here, called it Chunky Monkey a bunch, which was funny. (laughs) Cheeky Monkey is also funny, but... Wait, so it came up when your mom... Was yeah, what Cheeky Monkey actually comes up a lot. I feel well, like we went to a toy store. <laughs> we went to a toy store to get something, and my mom was like, "Didn't you work at Chunky Monkey Toys?" And I was like, "Yeah, Cheeky Monkey." But yeah, you're right. It does come up quite a bit. <clears throat> I will always think of that winter at Cheeky Monkey and the beginning of my trip in New Zealand and sitting in trees at compute and at computers full of strangers. So I guess I'll do what I did for New Zealand when I left because it seems appropriate here. I will miss the way the light hits my bed, especially in the mornings. I will miss tea with Kat and other friends, walking to the train station every day and back every evening. Safeway, making food for friends, organizing my life in stacks, skipping yoga to eat and talk, downtown Mountain View. The train past 11, Stanford, the first time we got one dollar Sundays. How come you're not talking about me at all? <laughs> I don't think you were there. I mean, oh. it was the summer. I must have been there. Okay, you're at the end. You're at the end. Just hold on a second. Meaning behind words like kooky and billabo. What? Are you sure I didn't read this? Garrett being himself, feeling like I had a fucked up retail family, taking hours Garrett. to get ready. Somebody that I worked with. I just can't believe you're talking about Garrett and you haven't even mentioned me. <laughs> God, you're all, I'm going to mention you. All these things are what's best about simplicity, mediocrity, and solidarity. No, I did read this because I remember saying solidarity to you. I don't think you read this. Okay. I will miss having friends still in high school. I will miss being able to be utterly childish with my friends and at the toy store. I will miss having an identity determined by friends, family, and peers. I will miss tall palm trees and moderate weather. 
I miss listening to Don't You Eva in Foothill Park. I will miss Julia's house, watching movies and having a place for my things and feeling somehow connected to Palo Alto, even if it's by train. I will miss hanging my clothes and doing the dishes, carrying bags home from Trader Joe's and avoiding the computer. I will miss living for a day off. It is weird to know I first heard of a song in New Zealand. Yep, that's it. That's it. You would miss my house? Yeah, I would miss <laughs> And watching movies? Yeah, what? With you. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Um, that's really dramatic. It makes it seem like you're moving away to New Zealand forever. I mean, this is after I was New in Zealand. New Zealand. I mean, uh, New Mexico. Well, I was moving away is what I realized. I was oh. moving to my dad's house. Oh, okay. And my mom's. Wait, yeah. I don't remember you living at your dad's house. Yeah, I lived with my dad for three months, or a little bit more. Like, I went to New Mexico with Kat and Jessica, and then I went on my own there for, like, a few months, like, three more months. And then I took a train from there to D.C., and I lived with my dad. But you did spend some summers with your mom, right? Because I feel like we had summer, like, summers together after that. Maybe. We definitely did. We would like go to San Francisco and yeah. And after England, we hung out a bunch. Yeah. Maybe I wasn't as important to you at this point. Did they hurt your feelings when I read the journal? (laughs) You were important to me. You've always been important to me. Um, I just wish you had more journal entries about me. Yeah. But I don't really write about anyone except yeah. for Chuck. You yeah, know? that's true. Like, that's I write true. mostly about myself, which is, like, very self-involved. Yeah, you don't really, like, write about what happened either. No. But I think, like, you know, maybe it's... Honestly, it seemed like the things that I wrote about in my journal were, like, the things that were, like, the most upsetting or the most, like, it's I like don't know. It's trying to, like, figure things out by yeah. writing them down. So perhaps it's a compliment that you aren't in my journals, you know. Because <laughs> otherwise it would have been yeah. me, like... Are you sure I'm not in your journals and you're, like, you're you're keeping something from me, like, where you're talking <laughs> shit about me? No, definitely <laughs> not. Okay. Um, did you have more to share or was that it? No, I think that's it. I think I just like, I don't know. It's weird to think about writing journals and like what the purpose of it is. I feel like, yeah, I was yeah. just trying to figure something out and like pat myself on the back a little bit, you know? Yeah, I always struggle with that with like, my intent when I'm journaling because like I think it can be really useful if you're just trying to like figure out how you're feeling or whatever but then those aren't like fun to go back and read it's almost like you need two separate journals like one for your feelings that you can like get rid of later or whatever Mm -hmm. and then one for events that have events but then it's like sometimes they go hand in hand you know It's like this event happened and it made me feel this way. Yeah. 
I mean, I think that's the best type of journal entry. Yeah. Yeah, journaling is an art form. Mm -hmm. I feel like what's hard for me about journaling is, like, actually physically writing. Yeah, it hurts my hand. Yeah, I, like, can't do it anymore. And I'm so used to, like, even texting is way faster. Like, and typing Mm -hmm. is just so much faster. It's, like... But I wonder if there's something nice about slowing down your thoughts or, like, I don't know. I just end up, like, shortening everything and mm-hmm. my handwriting's really illegible. Do you ever journal on the computer? I did that. I started doing that, um, like, a couple years ago. I feel like it's just not the same. Yeah. I need an app that makes it feel like a journal or something. Yeah, like I feel I like this, if you... Like, password protected document I could try to start doing that again but there, there is something nice about like not having to look at a screen yeah for sure and also it's like it can be way more stream of consciousness on the computer yeah like I, I do feel like, feel like what you're nice saying is to have like, limitations when you're journaling yeah and I do think people have been journaling for a long time in order to like create a narrative or like bring people back into a moment you know like yeah. I do think that's what journaling as an art form is or whatever <clears throat> right yeah and it's just like oh I have to write this down so I remember what happened you know I really forget things if I don't somehow document them yeah do you or think like my memory of them just is not it changes over time you know yeah I don't remember much in general and also it's like, like you, do, you yeah. actually do though Really? Most people I know. Yeah, I feel like you have mm-hmm. a good memory. Well, that's nice. I don't feel like that's true, but maybe. I was, like, thinking about what if we wrote journals in the, like, next couple weeks or something and then shared it with each other. <laughs> but then it's, like, Just with the each whole... Other. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, yeah. then it's, like, we can't do that because we'll know that the other person is no, going to read it. No, totally. It's just you know? different if you know someone's going to read it. But also, but, that's, like, <laughs> very vulnerable to, like... Yeah. I mean, we could do that, but we could write each other emails. Yeah. We could also write journals now with the... And you could just end Julie's journals because your journals are over and my journals are over. And unless you have other friends whose journals you want to have them read. And then like 10 years from now, 10 to 20 years later, we can bring back Julie's journals. Yeah, that's a great idea. I kind of am like, we should start writing each other emails more because I have, you know, it's easier to track them. I feel like text messages just, they disappear. Mm -hmm. It's nice to have. Um, I'll, I'll answer your email if you send it to okay. me. Okay. What if, yeah, I'm just going to start sending you an email about what I did during the day. Sounds nice. <laughs> I hope you answer. I will. Okay. I feel like I was reading this book actually where the author mentioned this, but like writing an email to a friend is like forcing them to do homework, basically. It's <laughs> like, and I kind of, feel that like when I get an email from like from someone I'm like oh mostly I don't have friends who send me emails so it's like mostly just my mom and it's like oh okay well it's like writing a letter like aside yeah it is it just feels like more formal like a text message it's like oh just respond right now or whatever 
an yeah. email, I always like put off responding. But maybe I I don't know, but I think I would enjoy emails more if I got more just from friends. Yeah, I think it would be nice. I wish I'm I could just of... go off text and just do emails. Yeah. I'm feeling kind of depressed now a little bit about the way we communicate. Not you and me specifically, but just in general. Just in general. Or just like the way that I view... I don't know. I was thinking about like Emma, who she like writes a lot of stuff, you know? She's like always writing like a essay or like a story yeah. or whatever. And she'll like glean from her journals or like conversations with people but she has like very narrative examples of like things that have happened in her life because of that yeah you know and I don't have anything like that and I feel like people used to have like letters and stuff yeah definitely maybe we should start writing letters to each other no that's too far for me yeah Yeah. I'm not I'm never gonna do that I never (laughs) could do that hard to put a letter in the mail like why is it so hard it's so hard I think just, like, walking out to the mailbox is the hard part for me. Yeah, you have to find a mailbox. You have to find, like, a stamp and an envelope. Yeah. But also, every time I write a letter, it's always, like, so boring. Like, I I never know what to write, and I just feel like... What about a postcard? It's a little bit easier. Yeah, but then it's even more just could be nothing, you know? Just write, like, like a little poem. Yeah. That would be nice. Maybe Maybe if I start doing that. Other people will write me back. I don't even know anyone's, like, address. So Remember those, like, chain mail things or whatever? Is that what it was called? Oh, like the emails? Yeah, but wasn't there a thing where you, like, wrote a letter and then you sent it along and somebody yeah. added to it and they sent it? chain mail. Yeah. I think it was called chain mail, but it was called something like that. I kind of know what you mean, vaguely. There was, like, chain mail that was almost like um spam or something yeah i remember that too that's sad (sighs) what else can we talk about i don't know oh i wanted to say that emma her number two podcast that she listened to this year was julie's journal (laughs) i saw that i love that someone else like a random person who i don't know Julie's Journal was in their top five podcast. Wow. <laughs> so that's huge. Um, I'd Wait, like to is thank it Julie's Journal or Julie's Journals? Julie's Journal. Just one. What did, did I say Julie's Journals? I think that's what I've been saying for the whole time that oh, we've been doing this. It's Julie's just a single journal. Yeah. Mm, okay. Okay. Um, did you see our music video that's out today? There's a new one out? Yeah. It's a clown, no. clown oh. themed. I want to watch it. I um don't have, I'm not on Insta right now. Mm. Taking a break. Um, yeah, you should check it out. It's on YouTube. Okay. I'll ask. I'm going to queue it up. It's called Fake. Just doing some Ooh. promo here. Nice. Um, do you have any other questions? Well, I guess I am just curious if you think you'll continue... The podcast. The podcast. I don't know. I have to like. I feel like I'm busier than I was when I first started it. Obviously, I'd have to look through. I have to be inspired. I have to like look yeah. through some old journals and see if there's any good material there. Yeah. But you could also look at like pictures or something. 
Yeah, I'm trying to think. I found some, like, old letters. I might have Gretchen on again. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, unless I want to start getting, like, more and more recent with my journal entries, which feels terrifying. Very, like, yeah. yeah, I just have run out of material a little bit. You could also, uh, like, it be inter- maybe interesting to, like, have somebody on and you would, like, kind of like what we did where I talked about my trip and then we read the emails or whatever, but it's, like, you come up with, like, an event that happened that y'all were both part of mm-hmm. and then each of you writes, like, your version of the event. Yeah. See, you know? that's that requires, like, a little more work. That's true. Problem. I feel like I struggle with, like, preparing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's, it's unfortunate because I do love podcasting, mostly because I love just forcing my friends to talk to me. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's like, I just want to keep doing it so that I have a reason for us to zoom together Mm -hmm. i mean we could just zoom if you want it's true we could zoom and i'll record the zoom okay put it out (laughs) just kidding um yeah we could zoom i guess or facetime Mm -hmm. oh real quick let's do like a wrap up like bye so that i can have that to because okay. <laughs> I'm not going to put this in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, wow, that was so bye. great. Thanks for... <laughs> <laughs> wow, thanks bye. for listening, everyone. That was so great. Bye. Bye. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jubilee.